love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anyone. Like your Aspen... It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. Yeah. We are going to await throngs of people arriving for this amazing show with this incredible lineup for tonight. Uh, we're going to listen to the wonderful sounds of Floating Goat for a few minutes while we are about to get started. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is Pam Dass' Comedy Clubhouse. It's Friday night.
Friday. It's Friday night. Yay. You're all here. Yay. Pip-Tastin's Comedy Clubhouse. It's the third Friday of the month, which usually means that it's a hell hat. But tonight's kind of optional. So you can hell hat or not. You can mix it together. You say, what is a hell hat? The hell hat is like... Uh, I sometimes I, I get into this weird zone where anything that comes into my mind I'm allowed to write it down and I do that and I write them on pieces of paper and then I put them in the hat but tonight you guys have written some things over here too which I'm excited about and we can get to those or we can tell jokes actually I'd like to talk about today I, I felt I had a really happy moment on the street today I don't know I live in the Tenderloin I don't know if you guys are all San Francisco locals Locals, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, I live in the Tenderloin. I was walking down the street, and an incredibly nice gentleman like, looked me up and down and said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. And I was like, that is a compliment. That is not catcalling. That is a motherfucking compliment. That is, I have no problem with that. That is not, I just, I have so much trouble anymore to figure out. This also happened. A lady even said this. I turn, she goes, ma'am, ma'am, you, you dropped something. And I turn around, she went, you dropped your smile. And I was like, okay, so is a lady cat calling me now? I'm so confused. I'm like, is it a compliment if it's, she had all her teeth, so I considered it a compliment in the tenderloin. I don't know. I don't know what was, I'm having so much trouble now, like deciphering between uh, I was walking by the bus stop and I never wear skirts. Um, it's getting warmer now. I'm very excited to start wearing, um, you know, sundresses and the like. But I don't necessarily like to show my legs because terrible things happen. I was walking by the bus stop and an elderly gentleman um, said, girl, you got a nice fit on. And I was like, oh, that's pretty smart. It's like a double entendre. It's like, I'm fit and I'm wearing an outfit. Okay, I get it. I get it. But he continued uh, and he said, Oh, uh, that's a nice skirt. Can I get under for a sniff? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? That is so gross. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That is so gross. Why do you? I have a, a U, I can never remember. I don't have a UTI. I have an IUD. I don't get UTIs anymore because I pee after sex. I learned that when I was 25. Yay. I didn't go to sex education because my parents are Christian. I had UTIs for a long time. But I have an IUD, so there's a lot of, I smell like cum a lot. Let's, um, let's, I love my boyfriend. Let's uh, jump into this hat and see what we can pull out of here. Oh, I don't even know how to do this. Uh, Wait, that should have been the, that should have been the punchline. It says, act like you're telling a joke while you're competing in Street Fighter. Is it like, how chen? Uh, who is the guy or the ha 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 Chun-Li is she the one that goes ah, ha, 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 just forwarding Asian stereotypes in such a beautiful majestic way uh, we'll try this again here uh, oh, teach us yoga namaste motherfuckers I actually wouldn't I, I used to be very flexible but last weekend I had a tragic karaoke accident has this ever happened to anybody? You're like, what does that mean? I do the dance break when I sing karaoke because I am a maverick of karaoke stylings. I've moved it to a new art form. And I was doing the dance break and the floor was very slippery and I went to do the splits like kind of in the front, like a side, like I usually do the side thing and I kind of go down to the ground. But instead like something happened and my leg slipped out and I did the splits 
the front back way and I pulled this muscle. I've been having trouble walking. I actually pulled my ass muscle. Like my, it's bad, it's bad news. It's a tragic karaoke accident. It, it, when you get old, everything hurts you. Like I used to ski, popped an ACL. I used to karaoke, popped my ass. I, I, and it's sad because I wish I, I can't even make my ass clap. I'm so white. It's like, it's like a golf clap. It's like a, it's like a polite smattering of applause. That's all I can do with my tushy. Do you really think anything is going to happen? This is, this is very, I was, I must have been very existential the other morning when I was writing these. I was, I was probably hanging out with my cat and, and watching uh, Netflix, just waiting for it to actually shape my life in a positive way. I've learned so much from their documentary series, yet I, I haven't changed my life at all. <laughs> so, Lord, it just makes me feel guilty <laughs> about being an American. Uh, let's see, how about this one? I should get small children to work for me. <laughs> I should actually. Like, I don't think that children do chores anymore, or I don't know if they work for anything. They just, the last time I saw a child uh, was in, I was in what's the store, and we were in the candy aisle, and there were four adults around, like a child, and she's screaming about the Reese's Pieces. She's like, ah! And I was like, and the, for four adults just allowing this behavior to happen, and I'm like, <laughs> you, now you're gonna buy the child candy? What is wrong? There are four adults here, and none of you know how to parent? Like, <laughs> I'm, I, what is happening? When the child is screaming in the candy aisle, you drag the child out and you shake it, you shiver it, you go, you don't yell in public. That's embarrassing. Doesn't anybody remember how to parent? Uh, I don't. I don't have any kids. That's maybe I was shivered too much as a child. Uh, all I want for Christmas is my butt to stop hurting. Actually, it's like no. Um, actually, I know, and not in that way. Like I've only had anal sex once, and that was when I was trying to save my marriage. You know what I mean? So it's like if a girl ever offers up the butt, and it's sort of, it's sort of the end of your relationship. If you didn't know that, it's kind of like that's like the last. That's like she's trying so hard to save the relationship. It's like look at me trying to save the relationship. That's how I tried to save my, yeah, it's true. Uh, but if you put a little cocaine around it, it doesn't hurt so much. Uh, my <laughs> Colin Holtz, uh, my favorite book. It's, it's hard to make a joke out of something when it seems uh, serious, like your favorite book. Uh, that's a really difficult question. I mean, like there's books I read all the time over and over again, but like my favorite book? Okay, I'll tell you my most memorable book. Um, it was the first book I used to masturbate to. Do you guys remember Clan of the Cave Bear? Do you remember Clan of the Cave Bear? Super sexy book. Nobody read Clan of the Cave Bear, just me. I didn't see the movie because the book was so sexy. I used to, I used to hide in my friend's bathroom and masturbate on the bathroom floor because this book was so sexy. I know, with a book, it was so hard to masturbate on your hands and like read a book with your chin. It was so difficult. Like it might be why I have poor eyesight now because I was so close to the words and like, but yeah, okay. That's how the hell hat works. Again, you don't have to hell hat comedians tonight. You can do your own material. Don't worry about it at all. I'll do, I already talked about the Bible tonight. I was thinking a lot about, I've been thinking a lot about God lately. Um, but I, I already, I don't even want to, 
and then, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me tell an actual joke, because there's real people here that I can actually tell a joke. Um, I, do, I do have a boyfriend, and I, and I love him very much, even though he hasn't made it here yet from the bar. Uh, but he is great, and I try... Oh, he's standing outside. He's heard this joke, anyways. It doesn't matter, but uh, it's fine. He's heard all of the jokes, but I've been. I tried to be the perfect girlfriend the other day, and so I was sucking his dick while he was playing Call of Duty. And before you get all excited about, it's only a seven-minute game. It's not that big of like an investment or whatever. But he realized halfway through that he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks, so he had to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. You know, what would you choose? Oh, <laughs> Maverick, taking it in a different direction. No, he was he was a singular focus, and that uh, was the first-person shooter game. He just wanted to, and I was like, oh, I just wanted you to shoot me in the face. <laughs> the only person you want to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. I don't even, let's go get them. We're really, we're really, really vanilla, though. It's really sad in the bedroom. We're very boring. And uh, I wanted to try to spice it up. And I was like, let's talk dirty to each other. It'll be like, let's get to call me funny names or whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And I said, put on that headset. Because I hear what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. <laughs> put this gun in your pussy mouth. <laughs> say that to me. What does that mean? I don't even know what they're... What he's talking about. All right, I'm really excited for our show tonight. Before we start, we usually sing a funny little, fun little chipper song, and if you know how it goes, sing along with me. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse. Comedy Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <coughs> I have this new Pax pen, and I cough way less. M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? I'm super, super excited for our lineup tonight. Uh, again, you can hell hat or you can just do jokes. It doesn't matter. You've got options both ways. But your first comedian, really funny new comic. He's been coming to Joke Workshop all the time, and I'm excited to see him here on this showcase. Put your hands together for Max Moachanine. Mo Mo Moachanine! Thank you, everybody. That was uh, good, you know? I, uh, I, like I saw on the Facebook post for this that they put the word newcomer before my name. And I'm pretty sure they do that for like the same reason they have those student driver signs on the back of a car. You know? <laughs> They're just like, we're pretty sure like he can't do this correctly, but you know, it should be just like, you know, just keep your distance and everything should be okay. Uh, so my last name is actually pronounced Moachanin. It's a uh, Serbian. Uh, Serbia is a country in Eastern Europe. <clears throat> for those of you who don't follow uh, the NBA or professional tennis. Um, people also like to remind that we started World War One, so uh, we're trendsetters, you know? Back then, people were like, World War, that's like not even a thing. And we were like, well, it's, uh, it's gonna be a thing. <laughs> the whole world's gonna be on board with this idea, you just watch. <laughs> it was a good enough idea that 23 years later, the Germans started their own World War. They stole our idea. Germans are like the Carlos Mencia of war. <laughs> <laughs> I told that joke to a bunch of Carlos Mencia fans, and they were like, that's a good idea. I think I'll write that down, use it, <laughs> use it for myself. <laughs> um, so a little more about me, I'm shy. Uh, I've always been that way. Like, I know that I've always been shy because I went to my 10-year high school reunion recently, and I met everybody for the first time. Like, I didn't, I didn't reunite with anybody, you know? 
Yeah, those things people love to like gossip about stereotypes, like the nerd, the jock, but they couldn't do that with me because I didn't have one. They had to give me one. I was the new guy at the reunion. <laughs> like that doesn't even make any sense, you know? Uh, a lot of my old classmates were married, like 28 years old, already, already married. I don't know why they did that, but they did. And uh, a lot of the women didn't take their husband's name, you know, which is great. It's a real slap in the face to our male-dominated society. If you ignore the fact they're just keeping their father's name, right? Like, a, It's like, nice try, ladies. We've been working on this patriarchy thing for quite a while, you know. You're not going to just turn this ship around in one generation. We got a backup plan, you know. And is that what it's like? It's like, will you marry me? Yes, but I'm a feminist, so I'm keeping my father's name. He knows best, after all, you know. I was that like offensive? I've had it where I go like, oh, they're keeping their father's name and people are just like, how dare you? How dare you point that out? <laughs> and then like, I've also had it too where people are like, I really like that joke you made about father knows best. And I was like, what's father knows best? Like apparently I've been referencing a 1950s TV show. I didn't even know it. Like my jokes are smarter than I am. I've reached comedy singularity, which is cool. And it's, it's nice to know that the 1950s references are just killing it in comedy these days. Like, I feel like next time I go up, I'm gonna be like, so that Adelaide Stevenson guy is crazy, right? Like he, he lost to the same guy twice in a row. He's like the Carl Malone of presidential elections, you know? <laughs> I, uh, so I, I work in downtown, I work for that company Fitbit, but like I don't wear one, so like that's pretty awkward. Like uh, my coworkers just stare at me all the time. They're like, oh my God, did you see that guy? He doesn't even know how far he's walked. Like, I, I bet he couldn't even ballpark it, you know? Or they'll be like, hey, that Max guy just walked by. But did he really? You know, like, he can't prove it, you know? And I feel like every time I show up to work, it's like I've committed a faux pas, you know? Working at Fitbit and not wearing a Fitbit's like showing up uninvited to an AA meeting with a keg of beer. Everybody stares at you disapprovingly. And you're the only one there who isn't tracking how many steps you've taken. <laughs> That's a AA 12-step joke. Any, anybody here in AA? All right, way to stay anonymous. I, uh, my job, like I do math stuff. Like uh, I'm a pretty big math enthusiast. Enough so that I insist on referring to the Matrix movie trilogy as the matrices. That's, that's proper English. That's how you're supposed to say it. Like I tell people, like, oh, I never, I never saw the second Matrix. I just saw the first and third matrices. You know, like. I skipped a step. That's what you get when you don't wear a Fitbit, you know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I, uh, I like to read. I'm a pretty big fan of books. Like, I read so much that I've actually read The Art of the Deal. Like, I've, like I've made it that far, you know. <laughs> yeah, The Art of the Deal is like Donald Trump's autobiography written by Tony Schwartz. I don't know how that worked out. Um, but yeah, you know how, like, when you're eating trail mix, you've already, like, picked out all the M&Ms and all that's left is, like, nuts? And you're like, I guess I'll just eat this, you know? Like, that's where I'm at with books. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the other thing, too, is like I actually requested that it be put on hold for me at Berkeley Public Library. And like, I'm pretty sure they were just like, nobody's ever checked this book out here ever. Like, why does this guy, like, what's wrong with this guy, you know? And then I had to go, like, pick it up. And like, I don't know if you've ever been to Berkeley Public Library, but it's, it's, like, it's like one floor of the cuckoo's nest became real, you know? <laughs> and... It, and you can actually check that book out there. And if you read it while you're still there, you just feel like you're in the book. It's like, it's like Jumanji, you know? So like I go to the counter, I like ask for my book. She like, and she sees it and she looks at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, all right, it's a little bit weird, but like the guy behind me is yelling at a bookshelf. 
He thinks Dewey Decimal is a person <laughs> that defeated Truman in 1948. <laughs> and before that, I saw him in the nonfiction section. He was telling all the books to keep it real. It's like, don't be phony like those fiction books. I gotta, just for the record, I'm not like a Trump person. I just like reading and stuff. And, like, and plus, now I'm like really good at making deals. Like I, <laughs> like, so, like I returned the book like three days late, and the lady was like, oh, that'll be 75 cents in late fees. And I was like, that's what you think. Like, I just read The Art of the Deal. I have 75 cents in late fees, and I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. That's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, uh, let's see. So, uh, Valentine's Day just passed. Not really, but like, <laughs> when I wrote this joke, it had just passed. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, wow, this guy is on top of things. Like, he's just like so cutting edge. I mean, like, he's doing father knows best jokes and jokes about yesterday. He's just so dynamic, you know? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, on my Valentine's Day after work, I went straight to a gay bar. And then I left straight too. Like, I, I didn't switch teams just to increase my odds. I'm not, I'm not Kevin Durant, you know. Cool. That's. <laughs> Sometimes you do that joke in the Bay Area and they just boo you off stage. There's, like people always ask me, like, is it tough to be politically correct doing comedy? And it's like, it's fine. But like, if you, I have this Kevin Durant joke where people are just, they're just like, Whoa. they're like, you better not say that again, you know. No, but I just, I didn't like how he joined the team that beat him. Like, is he, is he playing basketball or Red Rover, you know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, just for the record, I just went for like an open mic, the one that you host. <laughs> That's why I was there. I'm not like, a, I'm not trying to like be a tease or something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, uh, let's see. So I, uh, uh, I get like time off in my work. So I, uh, this past summer I went to Lake Tahoe, but I forgot to bring sunscreen. So I had to buy some. I went to a gift shop. I found it in the middle of the store. I picked up the sunscreen. I looked at the label and it said it had the scent of sunshine. And I was like, like what does sunshine smell like? I've never gone outside and been like, yeah, that's, that's the good stuff, you know? Or, like I prefer a more mild, partly cloudy scent, but you know, this will suffice. And then isn't it weird that they made the sunscreen smell like the thing that it's supposed to protect you from? <laughs> like that'd be like if they made Raid that smells like bugs or baby scented condoms. Uh, all right, I think, is that, is that a good, is that, uh, uh, thank you. I will uh, so keep it going for Pam. Max Malachanine, yay, hooray. Keep it going for him, yeah. Funny stuff. Cutting, cutting edge sunscreen jokes. Just really hot takes on the sun. But I'm hot I love sunscreen. There's actually um, a new sunscreen. That's on, uh, they're called Green Army, and they're amazing. And there's weed in the sunscreen. And I used it in Mexico. It was. It's not waterproof. That's what we learned. Jonathan got burnt because we put weed sunscreen, and then he, he got burnt. I stayed in the shade, but I was super high. It was really good. It actually works. Like I'm like. Weed in your sunscreen. Green Army. Changing my life. One flower at a time. Your next comedian, what a funny young man he is. Uh, it was so great. Uh, he came in last minute because I saw him and he's really funny and I'm glad to see him back. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Casey Fields! Hey. Um, 
So I was driving my car through the suburbs the other day, and I saw one of those signs that said, drive like your kids live here. So I rolled down the window and went, I'm going out for cigarettes, because I'm never coming back. I had some family visit uh, from out of town, and uh, they wanted to go to a fisherman's wharf and uh, you know buy some knickknacks, do that kind of stuff. I think we should make an actual tourist trap, you know, like every time someone wants to go on a trip to Alcatraz, we just ship them off to Alaska. <laughs> uh, Alcatraz. How is that a fun family vacation, you know, or activity? <laughs> It's like, hey kids, let's take pictures of a former federal prison. Like, this is where Al Capone got the clap. Um, I think every major tourist attraction in San Francisco is horrific. Like the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, come on down to the Golden Gate Bridge. It's the Bay Area's most popular diving board. Um, uh, I uh, <laughs> I was on Facebook earlier, and I uh, I saw that um, suggested friend feature where they give you a list of people that you know Facebook thinks you should be friends with, and you know usually Facebook's like, hey, why don't you be friends with your coworker Jeff? And you're like, I don't want to be friends with my coworker Jeff. I see him every day. He smells. Um, but. Uh, Today, uh, the number one suggested friend that came up for me was a hamster. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be friends with this hamster. And then I clicked on its profile, and it had more friends than I did. Um, I, I, yeah, you know, but hey, on the bright side, now I'm friends with a hamster. Uh, I was hanging out with some of my people friends over the weekend. And uh, one of our friends has this weird laugh. Um, everybody was piling on and making fun of him. And I don't know. I think making fun of the way someone laughs might be the meanest thing you can say to them. It's like, hey, you know that sound that you make when you experience euphoric joy and happiness? Yeah, we hate that. Um, I need to lose some weight. I went on the scale, said I weigh 190 pounds, which is 20 pounds over where I should be. Um, I, uh, I got distracted from my premise because someone's yelling outside. <laughs> uh, no, it's pathetic. Not, not that I'm overweight, just that, you know, that why me attitude I have every time you know, I get on the scale. It's like, what, what did I do to deserve this? All I did was never exercise and eat McDonald's every day. <laughs> McDonald's. Do you guys ever go to McDonald's so much that the, that the people working there actually start to recognize you? No? I, I have. Burger King. Burger King. I love Burger King. Some of those deals, man. Um, yeah, I, I pulled up to the drive-thru, and the guy at the window was like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? And I was thinking, not good. Not good. Your friendship is a wake-up call. This is the one place I don't want to be recognized. Uh, I grew up religious, uh, and uh, this year I finally gave up. I, I finally let it go, like let go of religion, which was hard. Um, I, uh, 
<laughs> oh no, this one hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave up on religion. It was uh, it was tough. I'm gonna try to get this done with one minute. Um, basically, what happened was, uh, you know, after what you know, the more I learn about science, basically, the, the harder it was for me to defend my beliefs. You know, like I, last summer, I was watching um, Cosmos. Uh, with you know, and they they had you know that documentary is fucking awesome. Like they had all these great explanations for evolution and consciousness. And Neil deGrasse Tyson came on and was like, you know, human beings fear the unknown because, you know, well, that, well, actually, yeah, human beings fear the unknown. We we look for answers in the supernatural. And I was sitting at home all irritated, like, if human beings fear the unknown, then what the fuck is Gumby, and and why do I like him? Explain that, Mr. Spaceman. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you so much. Casey Fields! You're right, Gumby, not understandable. Pokey, a horse. <laughs> it's like weird, weird man, green man thing. And a horse. Uh, your next comedian, what we have a we have a max rock block tonight. We got we got multi maxes in the house. I'm excited. Uh, he's really funny. You guys are gonna love him. Clap your hands together for Max Eddie. Thank you so much, Pam. Um, how you guys doing? There we go. How are you two doing? You got okay. How, is this your guys' first time at Mutiny? Uh, Okay, is this your guys' last time at Mutiny? Okay, we'll see is not the answer I was looking for. I just wanna say, you guys are so, like, attractive. Are you guys together? Oh my god, okay, sorry. I'm, so I'm bisexual, I'm not gay yet, but I'm just saying, like, uh, you guys just, you look like a Banana Republic ad came to life and just started fucking. Like, that's, you guys are amazing. Um, and, uh, I mean, I don't mean to impose or anything, but miss, um, like I said, I'm, I'm bisexual, so um, if things don't work out with him, could you give me his number? <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm giving you guys a hard time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm bisexual. I actually came out last year. There we go. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. You guys know I'm a hero. That's good. But uh, I came out last year, and there's some shit I had to figure out when I came out. Um, first thing I had to figure out was whether I was a top or a bottom. Does everyone know what that means? <laughs> We're, uh, so, okay. How do I explain this? Uh, so basically, when a man loves a man very much, they have to decide which one is more welcoming. <laughs> Does that make sense? And uh, that one doesn't get to eat Chipotle anymore. That's the bottom. Uh, I, asked my, I asked my friend Jeff, who's also bi, asked him if I look more like a top or a bottom. He said I look like a bottom, and I realized uh, I don't have to listen to him. <laughs> yeah, because no one can come up to me and just be like, bottom! Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's nice. Um, but yeah. I, the other thing I had to figure out when I came out, though, is uh, like who to come out to first. Like, no one tells you, like, who to do it to. I decided to tell my grandpa, because he has Alzheimer's. You know, I can just keep coming out until I get really good at it. It's kind of like a God's reset button. It's great, right? 
But uh, now the first time I told my grandpa though, uh, he actually misheard me. I told him, grandpa, I'm bisexual. And he heard grandpa, I'm bicycle. That's cute, right? <laughs> he was just like, what are you gonna do? Let people ride you around all day long? <laughs> Sorry, what grandpa? <laughs> That's, I'm not gonna let people ride me around all day long. I'm a top. <laughs> there we go. And he's like, wait, you're, you're on top of a bicycle? I was like, no, oh, no. I said, I'm bisexual, Grandpa. He was like, oh, are you sure you're a top? God damn it. That's terrible. Um, honestly, when my grandpa gives me lip service, here's what I do. Sit him down in a chair, turn on the TV, turn on Netflix, turn on the people versus O.J. Simpson, and tell them they're airing the trial. <laughs> oh man, he's uh, really easy to confuse him. Um, but yeah, oh I told my sister I was bi, and she said she doesn't believe in someone being bisexual. Uh, she believes like you're, you're either straight or you're gay, or as she put it, you're gay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't get it though, because. Like, she doesn't believe you can be bi, but she definitely believes in ghosts. Well, how is that, like, I, I, like, if she saw the movie Ghost, you know, Patrick Swayze's dead, kicking people's asses, and for some reason hanging out with Whoopi Goldberg, she'd be like, oh, that makes sense. But if Swayze was like, I know, uh, I think I might like dicks too, she'd be like, no. <laughs> Cannot get behind that premise. Uh, she actually thinks she saw a ghost once. Um, she was like, um, it was in our house growing up, and this ghost came right through our front door, and he limped up the stairs. I was like, why the fuck would a ghost have a limp? Like, can't they float? Can't they fly? Also, pretty fucked up to just call out the ghost limp like that. Like, <laughs> like they have feelings too, man. She's like, no, I swear to God, the ghost limped up the stairs, went up into the attic, and for three minutes, all I heard was this pounding just And then I heard a scream just You guys, that wasn't a ghost. That was uh, Jeff. And uh, the scream was this guy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really good. I, it was longer than three minutes though, for the record. I feel like she was, like, was she, did she have a stopwatch while she was listening to me fuck? That's weird, whatever. No, actually, I told that joke one time and someone screamed out, but, but did Jeff ghost you? <laughs> like, haha, one fucking great wordplay, you should get on stage, you're hilarious. <laughs> but two, no, Jeff did not ghost me because uh, at the time, Jeff was 19 and I was 17. And uh, he stayed around. You know, easiest way to keep a guy around is to uh, incriminate him. Um, yeah. Are you familiar with uh, statutory uh, statutes? Statu stat I was gonna say statutory laws. That's redundant. Never mind. I'll. Uh, that's fine. Do you guys? You guys want to hear me talk about um, consent laws and stuff? I can. I've got like. Uh, can I do ninety minutes of consent law material? No. It's fine. <laughs> Dear God. Um, no. The funniest person to come out to though was my mom. I had to tell her twice. Um, little background, so my brother's name is Philip. Um, his fiance's name is Emily. My sister's name is Emily. My mom, as a little jokey joke, was saying, oh, Max, now you just have to marry someone named Emily and then uh, 
everyone will just be named Emily and you'll all have uh, uh, spouses with your siblings' names. And I was like, yeah, or I could marry someone named Philip. And her response was, uh, ha, ha, ha. So she didn't get it. <laughs> she did not understand what I was saying. Um, but then the second time I told her, I was on stage at Cobb's, and I did all of those jokes you just heard, and that time she got it. <laughs> Man, she, <laughs> I was like, How, Mom, how'd you like my set? She was like, it was, um, it was great. Um, can we talk later? I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, that's fun. Oh, she's also, so my mom's an emergency room nurse, uh, so she really didn't like the next jokes I'm gonna do. So I've been taking Adderall recently. Oh my God, it's fucking amazing. Do you guys have a dealer? <laughs> do you guys need, it's great. I'm just saying, I, I know a guy. I actually have a dealer. He's a weird guy though. He, he makes me drive all the way to his work just to get pills. To be fair, like he's a doctor, but I don't know, it's just strange for me. Always talking about co-pays, like what? <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. But now Adderall's an amazing drug. Like I think I think that kids should just be on Adderall just by default. Like everyone's just got it. Cause have you ever seen like a, a rowdy kid take Adderall and see it hit them? Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> It'll just be like, mommy, 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 can we please can we please go to Ben and Jerry's? I just want to go to Ben and Jerry's so bad. Oh my goodness, mother. I I'm so sorry about that. Um, wow, that was quite rude of me. Um, also, I seem to have a booger in my nose. Do you have a, a, a doily or something I could uh, wipe it with? Thank you so much. It's amazing, right? It just turns them British. Uh, but, but yeah, I actually, um, I get these really good business ideas when I take Adderall, though. Um, I know people always like talk about their business ideas. They're not apps, by the way. People always talk about apps in this goddamn city, and it's the worst. Uh, what if there's like an Uber for dogs? Like, stu what? What does that even mean? But uh, no, I get I get really good business ideas. Do you guys want to hear one of them? Is that, is that okay if I talk? Okay. Here's my big business idea. What it is is I sell Adderall. What do you guys think? <laughs> it's great, right? I'm not doing jokes right now. I am advertising. <laughs> That's good. Now, I'll, honestly, like I I'll. I'll sell you Adderall after this, Unle unless you're a cop. Unless you're, then it's free. You gotta really focus when you're spraying those Berkeley kids, right? Yeah, you don't wanna accidentally like not spray them, right? That's, I went to Berkeley, that's okay for me to say that. But, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, no, okay, I think that's pretty much all I had, but did you, guys, uh, did you guys enjoy my set? You guys liked it? There we go, yeah. I am, um, well, uh, thank you. I mean, I didn't ask for that applause, but it was great. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of my own biggest critic. You know, like I'll do a set and then just be like, wow, that was still fucking amazing. It's awesome. Okay, thank you guys so much. My name is Max Eddie. He has great business ideas. I had, a, I had a great business idea the other day, but it was not, it was not great. I, I, I realized that I think that I should make um, cat jello. 
it's jello it's gelatin it's it's you just it's chicken bones and fish bones and then you put water and then there's no salt and then you make jello for your cat and your cat's so happy i can make everyone's cats as happy as my cat anyway that's the only it's a terrible business i have no idea i'm like oh i can get little mexican containers and i can fill them up and put them in my fridge and then i'll like be outside a pet food store like giving away cat jello like a crazy person in san francisco <laughs> i want to call it uh, Jella meow, but with a G, with a G, so that if it was, if you pronounce it in Spanish, it'd be like hella meow, right? Okay, it's not. That's why I'm not. I shouldn't ever think about things. Uh, your next comedian, he is a lovely human being, and he runs an amazing open mic on Wednesdays at the Eagle, and there's a showcase once a month, and he's super, super funny, and you guys are gonna love him right now. Clap your hands wildly for Colin Holtz. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Oh, I am so nervous right now. All right, here we go. I made my own. This Well, I didn't make my... This isn't a homemade hat. I, I was given this hat, but I, I, did, I did ask for suggestions outside of the hell hat. This is a regular... Okay, we're going to see what happens. This will be good. This will be good, or it could be really bad. But I'm going to have fun. I think, you know, let's find out together. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get the one. Got to get one. Got to get two. Okay. Okay, very nice. Got the occupation. Okay. And, uh, uh no. Got to find the place. Where are we at? Where are we at? God damn it, I keep pulling out occupations. Should have kept them separate, you know? I don't even know what the fuck that means. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> fuck it. I've, uh, I know I stink. I don't smell the greatest. Uh, just been out there in Gilroy for most of my life. My father was a garlic farmer. Uh, his father before him was a garlic farmer. And uh, I, too, am also a garlic farmer. And um, I can tell you this much. Gilroy... Not a lot of vampires. <laughs> yeah, that's a little Gilroy joke for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good old garlic farmer humor, you know? Yeah, we have a good time out there. Just to, you know, you wouldn't think being a garlic farmer would be really exciting, but boy, boy you would be right. Uh, yeah, I think the most exciting thing that we've had happen out there in... Uh, Oh boy, I don't know. I mean, I, less. Well, the most exciting thing that I can even think of is, I mean, you know, we have the parade every year, the uh, garlic festival, and then, uh, and then when we had those McDonald's commercials for the garlic fries, I think that was, that was the most exciting thing. Um, yeah, garlic. Was, uh, Gives you a stiff rod, little uh, t 
tip for all the boys out there. <laughs> yeah. Natural cure for erectile dysfunction. You got to eat it. You don't rub it on. On. Uh, some people make that mistake. Is no, you don't do that. That's, uh, that could actually be bad for your partner. Okay. Uh, anyway. So we have our own um, you know, garlic, very therapeutic, and uh, it, uh, it boosts the immune system. Okay. All right. Well, um, like I can see that I've taken enough of your time. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, to my daughter, Kimmy, thank you for letting me come out to your third grade class and talk today. Uh, and, um, well, I'm sure everybody else has something cool. Well, their parents does or something you'll find out <laughs> jack he's a firefighter <laughs> all right oh uh, yeah fucking play the goddamn horn for you put on the siren put on a goddamn okay well yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm not angry about it i don't feel insecure i'm just gonna go back out to those fields and uh you know keep the good old-fashioned name of gilroy alive unlike this fucking deadbeat fireman over here. All right. Okay. Got a geographic location, baby. <laughs> and. All right. So it's been a. Uh, um <laughs> okay well um i don't know i've been out here combing the beaches with my uh with my uh detector here down in san cabo and um boy <laughs> i don't know something must be wrong with this detector because it's not really working uh Look, I am, um, I'm a radiologist and, uh, was, uh, just taking a little old vacation here and, um, you know, you gotta be careful with these because they do put out some powerful waves. It can be very damaging to people. You can, uh, it, it's not carcinogenic, but it will, it will give you cancer if you just expose yourself to it for a long period of time. Um... And, uh, radiologist, yeah, well, gee, um, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take one of those margaritas. Thank you very much. Uh, whew. You know, it's not, it's not a happy thing being a radiologist, mostly, you know, because you're, whew, there's a lot of malignant tumors you got to deal with. All right, drink up. Yeah, you're going to need it. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, that's what I do. I, I like to go down to exotic locales and ruin other people's vacations. Thank you. <laughs> Let me tell you some sad stories. <laughs> Real tearjerkers. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Maybe not. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this, you know what, I came down to Mexico to get away from all that, but nice try. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. You know, um, all right. 
radiologist. I, I do run a local radio station, I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, we just talk about all of the all of the things that us radiologists do. So I guess technically I'm a, I'm, I'm a double radiologist. I, uh, you could, uh, ooh, you know, we play the greatest hits, Britney Spears, and um, yeah. All right, well, ooh. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was I was taking this guy home. He called a, uh, an Uber pool, and uh, you know I was driving along, minding my own business. Half the road is washed out, and here we are in the riverbed. Um, I don't know what to tell you, officer. No, I I'll take a breathalyzer. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. I only drink recreationally, and, uh, you know, sometimes it makes me a better driver, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't drink and drive, officer. That's madness. <laughs> I would never confess it to you. Okay. No. Uh, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I made sure before you got over here I did a little bit of cocaine, so it <laughs> livened me up a little bit. No, no, no. That's... I don't. I don't actually have cocaine. I'm just joshing. You know, I like to keep you guys on your toes, see what's going on, give the uh, give the old popo a little uh, uh, little test. You know, see see how you guys are doing. And uh, you seem to be pretty sharp. One of the sharper ones. All right. Well, you know. Um, uh, uh, look, I I really just needed a toe out of this fucking riverbed. If I'm being honest. Um, those guys, no, they're not, they're not dead. They're just sleeping. Scout's honor. Yeah. You don't believe me. Well, don't let all the blood fool you. They're really, really asleep. Please don't check. Um, Okay. Well, maybe they're unconscious, but what's the difference? <laughs> Long sleep. <laughs> One, you can never wake up. Look, I'm going to lose my license <laughs> if you turn me in for this, okay? I just, just let's pull the bodies out, leave them in this riverbed, and then tow my car out, and I'll charge them a cleaning fee, okay? <laughs> I think that's only fair, all right? Three people already lost their lives, doesn't need to be one more, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why don't you go chase down a, a self-driving car, you monster? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, ooh. All right. Irritable bowel syndrome, huh? Who's got it? Huh? Yeah. Uh, okay, we got one. Yep. Uh, all right, just the two of us. <laughs> Tight. Well, my name is uh, Daryl, and I've had irritable bowel syndrome for, uh, well, as long as I can remember. Um, and that would be about six years old. I don't know if it's supposed to happen that early. I'm pretty sure it's not. 
but uh, turns out for that part of my life, it was I was just lactose intolerant, and we we never figured it out. Bad allergists. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm getting by. It's, it's, it's been hard. I'd be lying if I, you know, told you it was all fucking smooth sailing. You know, I definitely, definitely shoot hot Pepsi into a porcelain throne, you know. It is real, real rough. Uh... Every now and then somebody, uh, you know, gets a little adventurous in bed, which, you know, I know I'm not, look, I, I'm no Casanova. I don't, it's not, it sounds like I'm bragging right now, like, oh, someone gets adventurous in bed. I don't, it doesn't happen very often for me. Um, I try to distance myself, but, uh, you know, every now, one time it was just, here. hello, here's a finger, and I was not... Expecting that, I was barely holding myself together, and, um, well, that was the end of that. Uh, there's no real polite way to say it. I think the worst was when I was out to dinner with my former long-term girlfriend's family. And uh, anyway, I was I was trapped in the bathroom, and I had to send her out to go get some new clothes from across the street for me. <laughs> Please don't tell your parents. Of course, she told her parents. I, I feel like I got a good sense of humor, though. Hey, like you've never shit yourself before. Completely awake. Full control of your... Well, I don't have full control. It's... <laughs> Modium. <laughs> Modium's a good friend. And... Uh, you know, I've since learned... That... Uh, his father... Her father did, in fact, shit himself. Completely conscious. He was, he was actually saving his friend's life. Depressed friend. And he tried to make a fart joke. And more than gas came out. And it gets even better. From what I understand, he called a lift line. And he was not sure... If he had shit his pants until the driver rolled all of the windows down. And then he knew for sure. All right. Well, listen, uh, I would love to take up more of your time and uh, let you know what's how to avoid the pitfalls and everything. But uh, I got one brewing right now, so I'll see you later. <laughs> Hot Pepsi. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Colin Holtz, everyone. Yay. Yay. Uh, I only pooped my pants once, and it was only a little bit, and it was in the rug aisle of a Lowe's department store. 
yeah, I was, it was when I was married and we were shopping on a Saturday afternoon and I just thought it was good. I was, I thought it was going to be funny because I love ripping farts. Right. And I just thought that was hilarious. And I was like, Oh, and, but thank God I was wearing a skirt. So I just threw my underwear away in the tampon dispenser thing. And then I walked around with no underwear, (laughs) kind of sponged off. No shame, no shame in the game. <laughs> Little shame. They were they were shitty underwear anyway. They probably had holes in them, so I didn't feel bad about losing the underwear. Your next comedian. I have under I have underwear that are older than him probably. It's very possible. I actually still have the first bra I ever had from junior high, and I'm 43 now, so it's a 40 30 year old bra that I have. I'm not wearing it right now, but it's tiny and it's pink. It's so cute. <laughs> um, but it is. It's older than you. He just um, made the semifinals at Rooster Teeth Feathers. So clap it up for that and clap it up for him. Everybody, Zane Barrett. Hello. How are we doing? I once had to take a shit in an unsavory place. I was at a college party. And uh, you ever get so drunk, fellas, that you have to sit down to pee? You ever do that before? Yeah, I got into the bed. Big line outside. I thought just to piss, a quick in and out, sat down, and then... uh. I found out that my cocaine was terrible because that turned into a shit real quick. That was all baby laxative, baby. And then I'm looking around and it's a doozy. It's a real doozy. That was a lot of, a lot of Taco Bell back then. I didn't have any money. Um, and then I look around for the spray, but uh, men in college don't have that. They live like prison inmates. There is one toothbrush. There were five of them in the house. No spray. Uh, the toilet paper was one sheet, so that's, I don't know why they put it into single sheets like that. Who the fuck is the weirdo who uses one sheet at a time? I don't get that. Maybe women do it with their vagina. Maybe it's just a pat, pat slap. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you don't really get pussy after you leave the bathroom, and that whole line knows exactly what just happened in there. I turned into a shit boy real quick. Before, it was that guy with the good cocaine. So I disappointed multiple people at that party. That was not good. I was in Santa Cruz yesterday doing a show at the Blue Lagoon, which also should be known as Pacific Avenue's asshole. It is a very disgusting room. Um, I see it like uh, most people, uh, they go back to a a town they grew up in. They're like, oh my God, I had my first kiss over there. And I finger fucked behind the gym over there. But Blue Lagoon for me is like an alcoholic's kind of flashback. It's like, oh, I threw up over there and I shit my pants in there in front of that girl. uh, It really brings you back. The blisters bring me back too. Uh, It's a very bad place. Uh, They have a jazz band that plays behind the comedy, which makes the comedy show a lot classier, but that is definitely a one-way street. You could never do stand-up at a jazz show. You can't just have the guys come out like, all right, we've been playing the most challenging genre of music. We've been learning since we were 10. Um, But here's Jimmy. He's going to talk about his dick for five minutes. Why don't you go up there, bud? One and a two and a three. So my dick's too small to fuck. No, it doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work, but I, I'm glad that the jazz was behind there. It made us, it made, uh, made my dick joke seem a lot, a lot classier. It was good. It was good. Let's go into this hat here. Ooh, it's nice and rough on the inside and soft on the outside. Like a woman with too much G-spot. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever had that before. Break for cats. I don't. I hate cats. If I wanted to live with something that didn't like me very much and slept all day, I'd live with a heroin addict. <laughs> His name was Bruce. He was an old roommate from college. Uh Uh-uh. Fuck you, cats. Who wants to live with something that's aloof to you? 
Who wants to live with someone that doesn't like you? A dog at least is like needs you to survive. A cat could really do with you or without you. You put milk out and it's like, ah, oh, that saved me a trip to kill a mouse. That's not the kind of roommate I want to have. I'm paying for everything. It doesn't pay rent. Jesus Christ. Oh, no! That's all it said. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need to pluck my in. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, well, I guess some of the people that come here can't read, so I, I guess. I guess. All right. Pam, Pam attracts a very interesting class. Interesting class of people at the old Mutiny Radio. Box water. That doesn't work. You put it in a bottle. Who wrote these? Do you just go to 6th Street and just start writing down shit that the schizophrenics say? Is this, where does this come from? I'm losing my mind. Just like the guys on 6th Street. Holy shit, this is a magical fucking weird furry vagina hat. Primitive cave person voice, do joke now. Okay, yep, grammar's out the window. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 we can recycle these. If some of you guys are getting ideas, I don't, I don't know how. Uh, never again happened four times last week. Um, I forgot my wallet. I forgot my wallet somewhere. That happened four times. It wasn't funny. It just actually happened. We'll keep moving along here. I get why Colin went through eight of these before he started with one. Sports ball, who cares? I never really got why people care about watching other people do something they want to do. That never made much sense. And uh, isn't it weird that the NFL is mostly African-American players and a bunch of white men sit in a tall box and get all their money and then watch them do athletic sports? It's a very, I don't, I don't understand sports at all. Why that's okay is beyond me. We're back to the plantations there. It's ridiculous. Jerry Jones can eat a dick. He can suck a cock. Fuck you, Jerry Jones, with that accent, too? How dare you stand up there? It's a fucking vaudeville act. It's awful. Uh, aliens, are they real? Uh, they could be. I know a few that uh, just made me some Mexican food across the street. Oh, hot takes! Hot takes! No, I'm sure they're citizens. He has a business license. He's a sweetheart. You guys should go eat there. All right. These are fun. Your favorite curse word. I like cunt. I like cunt a lot. I don't know. It, it sucks that a lot of the good words that roll off the tongue were adopted by racists and sexists. I mean, there's a lot of good ones in there. I feel like it should have been a word that's like harder to say or doesn't sound as good. But cunt just really, it's one syllable. It's very warm and juicy around the outside and the edges. I don't know. The English have it right. They, we should have uh, changed that word. That and chlamydia. I feel like for an STD, that's a really nice word. Might name... My name a kid chlamydia, I don't know. He'd be popular with the college students. He'd be a lot more popular in college. Everybody'd want a piece of chlamydia. I got it once. It's not that bad though. It's not that bad. Not that bad. And women get it and they don't know they have it and then they can't have kids, so that's kind of a I don't know. You save getting your tubes tied, I mean it's kinda like you don't get to choose, but what are the odds these days? There's too many kids around. You wanna reduce your carbon footprint? Stop making so many fucking footprints. It's ridiculous. It's just a resource sucker. Yeah, but you have a Prius, so you can have four kids. No, shut up, Karen, and close your vagina. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Enough already. Enough. You don't need to populate the earth. You're not a fucking Mormon who believes in nonsense. You're a smart, intelligent woman who works at Safeway. Don't do that. 
My cat is better than your honor student. No, like I just said, heroin addicts. No, unless your honor student somehow can pull off heroin and straight A's, maybe. But fuck cats. I don't like them. They scratch you. They're just, they're furry assholes. They get too much credit. The internet is too full of them. They're, they're the trolls of the internet. They were the original ones. Undeserving assholes who get too much attention. Poop! Ah, I just went through poop. It was crazy. I actually sharted the other day, and I wasn't drunk or hungover or had the flu. It was just I didn't control my asshole correctly at 27 years old. I didn't have full control over it. All right, we'll do a couple bits, and I'll get out of here. Um, I'm trying to date. I'm trying to date in this uh, crazy world here. It's pretty hard to do with Tinder out there. Uh, girls just one swipe away from an extra inch and a six-pack, so I don't know how you compete. My grandparents uh, just finger-fucked at a barn dance, and then they just called it a day, and that was the end of that search. Just, they buttoned, they, they locked that shit down real quick. Like, oh my God, it's a vagina? That's, I don't need to test out more of these. I'm good. I'm good. It's crazy. I, t I met a girl who was into astrology the other day. Uh, she came over, and... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in a straw. There's a woman named Karen from accounting in my work who's into it. Like, yeah, Karen, if your parents fucked a month earlier, you wouldn't be such a bitch. Yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen from accounting. How about you be a better person and not be such a Virgo? <laughs> Fucking bitch. I'm not going to turn in my time card a day early. Fuck off, Karen. But anyway, so I brought up a, pay, a web page. There was a, the sexual compatibility between our signs, and apparently we're supposed to have mind-blowing sex. Um, and she looked at that and said, well, it's not a perfect science. And I was like, fuck! Wasted a whole Saturday making that fake web page. Jesus Christ! Fucking learn how to code to not get pussy? That's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, my sister's uh, husband, he has a brother who's a, he's in a wheelchair. Uh, he's been in a wheelchair, got in an accident when he was younger. But he's also addicted to meth, which I thought was a crazy oxymoron. Because if you've ever taken amphetamines, all you want to do is run, buddy. You just want to get up and run. Uh, I don't know how you get off meth. Um, there's no 12-step program for guys in wheelchairs. I felt like ecstasy would have been a better drug for that guy. Oh, these are ridiculous because he's rolling all the time. Ah, ha, ha. Leave you guys with a couple, couple shitty ones. Shitty ones here. These are fun. Hey, do you ever want to just get back at your friend and you wanted to fuck his mom as a kid? You look like a, like a beautiful young gentleman who might want to do that. Yeah, I tried to do that. Um, he, uh, he stole my girlfriend, so I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll fuck somebody you love. Uh, so I went, and I, but I was young. I was young, and they, she fucks uh, older dudes like his dad. Um, but he wasn't around a lot, so I needed a housewife mating call as a kid. I got to sweeten this deal a bit more. And with uh, rich housewives, they live a lifestyle similar to a heroin addict in, uh, on 6th Street. Um, they don't have a job. Um, they're, the father of their kids doesn't, he's not around very often to raise any of those children. Uh, they talk about things that are never going to happen all day with, with uh, gossiping with their friends. It's, it's a very similar lifestyle, just there's, uh, there's, there's earrings on that, on that turd of a life. Um, but I needed, a, I needed a mating call. So it's the b opening of a bottle of white wine and uh, the shaking of a bottle of Oxycontin pills, guys. They love that shit. High-end opiates, baby. And heaven forbid you drop that bottle and the pills scatter across the floor because it's the greatest game of Hungry Hungry Hippos you will ever see. Oh, they gobble them up. They're expensive. It's like 50 a pill. Don't ask me how I know. Um, 
But uh, I wanted to go older. I thought, hey, they're weaker. Their minds are a little, little turned down. They probably want sex a little more from a young guy. So I've been uh, just tearing apart all my grandma's friends at the old folks' home. I've been just tearing that shit up. Like, I, I started to get used to just titty-fucking with one tit. That was something I never thought that I was going to do before. Sort of a bagel dog scenario, if you will. Uh, it's good. And, and women these days don't know how to cook. I get a sweater knitted by hand and a bowl of soup afterwards. That's way better than a cigarette, guys. It's an old-time version. But if you don't know anything about old folks' homes, the STDs are crazy because they just eat, sleep, complain about the younger generation, and fuck a lot. And it's all like in the same area, so it's kind of like inbreeding in a way. So I thought I might have caught something. So I got tested and was as clean of all STDs. So that was load off my mind. But I somehow had polio and was signed up for the draft. So you catch different diseases from the old ladies, right? Ah, it's fun. It's fun. All right, we'll go with a couple more of these little notes here. See if we can find some, some gold in them there hills. All right. The worst sex. Uh, a to, uh, kind of a toothy, arrogant blowjob, I would say. I would say that, that yeah, just toothy and arrogant. Just like, uh, you, just did, you gave more of a blow hobby and not a blow job. You just didn't put your all into it. I want a blow career, guys. I want some, somebody just put some effort into it. That's why you go, uh, a girl that's like 20 pounds overweight, just a little chubby and had like maybe a bad childhood because they, they work for it more. A girl who's just been hot her whole life and everybody's been showering her with compliments, she'll just lay there and expect you to do all the work. That's not the business I'm looking for. I want to have this be a two-way street, not a charities ball. It's not fun. Why are weddings firm, firm and marriage loving? Weddings firm and marriage loving. I don't know. People who are married would totally disagree with that after a while, I think. It doesn't get firm and it's not loving anymore. Ah, all right. Watch a lecture on C-SPAN. Okay, now I'm just feeling bad about the TV that I watch. Thanks, Hell Hat. All right, you guys have been wonderful. Thank you. Barrett, everyone! Hooray! Um, so again, the 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 it's optional the hat, but you can do that. Uh, I, I you, as you said about STDs, I actually got my first STD when I was married, uh, and that was sexually transmitted debt. That's actually what happens when you get married. I didn't know I was married for five years before I found out that my now ex-husband had $15,000 of credit card debt, which I guess is not really that much, but I was like, we've been married for five years and I didn't know this at all. What else have you been hiding from me? Uh, no, it's, it's okay. And then, and then I tried to give him butt sex and I left him. <laughs> so that was how that worked. Love, just love that time here. Uh, well, Alyssa was supposed to be here, but she isn't here yet, so you guys get your headliner early. Hell yeah. You guys ready? Woo! Uh, he's a great comedian. He's one of the big guys. He's at Punchlines and Cobbs, and you guys can see him all over the place. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Drew Harmon! <laughs> one, of, one of the big guys. I don't know how to take that. Uh... Although I, then I wore a scarf on stage like a pompous douche. That's uh, let's let's get rid of that. How about that? How's everyone doing? I feel like a real big giant uh, dickhead. Otherwise, 
I just got back from Paris. It's the thing right now. Um, yeah, good to be here. Uh, I saw an old Chinese guy the other day standing on a street corner. And first up, I love old Chinese guys because they give no shits and also no fucks. They're amazing. <laughs> I saw an old Chinese guy in Target once and he just picked up a bag of Doritos off the shelf and just opened it and started eating it in the aisle and then a target employee's like hey you can't do that and he just looked at the guy and just gave him this awesome shrug like he just kept eating the chips (laughs) they couldn't stop him he just ate the chips but this guy who's standing on the street he was um he wasn't eating chips he was like 90 years old he is smoking a cigarette just standing there by himself and he had a baseball hat on and it wasn't like a sports hat and it wasn't uh, like just a plain one like he's trying to be in the FBI. This one had big white letters on it and the letters said power bottom. Which <laughs> <laughs> is awesome. Just standing there just smoking, wearing the hat and I see this guy with the hat. I'm like, this guy either has no idea <laughs> what that means or... He knows exactly what the fuck <laughs> that means. He is advertising. He's just out there just living his truth like, yeah, this is who I am. Come on, world, bring it on. And I, I love that so much. I want that to be what's going on. I want him to be the Mr. Miyagi of gay sex so bad. <laughs> just out there, just, yeah. Just, you get it, girl. Wax on, wax off. You get that dick, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want that to be his story, but then I also want to know the story behind the hat because I don't know if you folks know, uh, old Chinese guys are not exactly go into a store, buy a new hat off the rack kind of fellas. Uh, (laughs) They're getting used or from the trash, depending on the situation, which means that hat had a prior owner. And then that owner eventually was like, you know what? I don't deserve to call myself this anymore. <laughs> like, just one day, I am just laying face down and sighing into a pillow at best. No, I don't deserve to call my. They just threw it away, and then that guy came by and like, yes, I will pick up this mantle. It's like a beautiful. It's like Doctor Who in a way. Someone else regenerates and takes the dick. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I work at a startup in a, as a day job, and uh, it's, it's whatever, uh, but they, they like to have processes and meetings and talk about things, and so the other day we had to do, they made us all do this questionnaire thing to figure out our personality. There are four personalities, apparently, and there is a upholder, there is obliger, there is the rebel, and then there is the questioner. And we take the, they take the quiz, and then I got questioner. That's what I got. And uh, I wanted rebel. I was running for rebel. But uh, just every single, every couple of questions, I'm like, fuck you, you don't get to know. And, <laughs> but I still got questioner. And then we're, talk, we're in a, sitting in a circle talking about it. And I said, well, I got questioner. And everyone's like, yeah, we figured. And I'm like, so why the fuck did we take this, this test? And they're like, that's such a questioner thing to do. Uh, <laughs> And then I became the fifth type, murderer. (laughs) That was dumb. That was brand new. But congratulations. You guys got to hear it the one time that it's ever going to be said out loud. (laughs) That's just a little gem. That's That's a deep cut. Like if you're watching the third disc in a Kevin Smith DVD set, that's what it was right there. I, uh, I, 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 I. A zombie, zombie. (laughs) 
I <laughs> I found out. I'll compose myself in a second. I found out that people were shocked with all the news stories about men being gross in the last year. <laughs> and I was, I was shocked, not by men being gross, by people being surprised that men were gross. I think we all knew men were gross, didn't we? Early on, long ago. I knew from an early age. When I was 16, I went to an ACDC concert at an arena. And an arena concert for ACDC is like 95% dudes drinking tons of beer, 4% very aggressive lesbians, very, very, <laughs> very aggressive. They have been in a fight at a truck stop and they came out on top. That's the kind of lesbians who's at an ACDC concert. And then there's like 1% girlfriends and wives who get dragged along. But I'm at this concert and there's a lot of dudes drinking tons of beer and the, uh, the, the bathrooms at this arena, they had the pee trough. And all the guys know the pee trough. It's the grossest yet most efficient way to get lots of guys pissing really fast. But at this arena, at the concert, after a while, they couldn't wait anymore. The guys, they were drinking so much, they couldn't wait in long lines for the pee trough. So they started pissing in the sinks in the bathrooms. Yeah. And then, they, they, then that got to be too much to wait. So they started pissing in the garbage cans in the bathrooms. Yeah. And then finally, they just gave up completely. All society, just anarchy. They started pissing in the garbage cans in the hallways of the arena, and no, they just stopped even trying to prevent it from happening. And you can't see like four grown adult men over the age of 40 simultaneously urinating in a garbage can next to a hot dog cart as the strains of You Shook Me All Night Long emanate from the stage and be like yeah men are doing great uh, we're really we really have it together i also like i go to a gym and as soon as i stepped up here i know everyone in the room is like man this guy is yoked i can't wait to hear his takes on gym culture here we go uh, <laughs> i do go to a gym for some reason they have great smoothies there uh well, they make one with peanut butter Mwah. but i i go to this this gym and in the bathroom at this gym there are two hand dryers in the locker room that are like 10 feet apart from each other. I have never seen them used on hands, ever, ever, ever. I have seen them used on so many old man balls and assholes, a countless barrage of old man balls and assholes. I have seen two men, strangers, until that moment, each walk up to a different hand dryer with just a towel on. They remove their towel, turn on the hand dryer, then back up and bend over to let the hot air blow on them as they make eye contact with the other man. <laughs> it's intense and gross or the beginning of a beautiful love story. I don't know which one it is, but I tell myself, I'm not gross. I'm not like that. I'm not a gross person. My mother taught me right. I respect women. How you doing, Alyssa? I respect you. I respect women, right? I know. She's over there. Oh. Thank you for joining us on the family drama fun time story hour. Uh, but no, I tell myself that I respect women and I'm a, I'm a good person. And... Uh, but then I go to the airport to catch a flight and I'm on the upwards escalator behind an attractive woman in yoga pants. And then suddenly in my man brain, that terrible, disgusting wolf that lives in the back of all of our man brains just suddenly says out loud to me, we got some first class seating for her right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross. 
It's so gross and it just pops in there. But like, I've learned not to say it out loud. That's a good thing. Unless it's in a microphone to strangers. But I... I don't say it out loud to her. She doesn't know I'm thinking that. And that's a good skill that not all men have. But then I, that's why I think straight guys are less happy than gay men. I think gay men are happier than straight guys. Because gay men, yes, <laughs> gay men get to say the creepy shit that all men think to the person they want to have sex with. And sometimes it leads to sex. <laughs> For instance, hetero guys get on Tinder match up with a nice young lady in the, your nearest convenience and just get a conversation going and just be like, hey, where do you like to go hang out and listen to music? What's your favorite burrito type? I don't know how single people talk anymore, but that's, <laughs> I, I presume it's something like that. Uh, but how much did you like Bernie? Um, <laughs> then when she's on the hook, when you've got her going for a little while, when you feel like it's, you got a nice chemistry going, shoot this at her. Say, hey, how would you feel about coming over to my place right now, gargling my cock, until you drown in my cum. Throw that at her. She will go silent, much like this room. Uh, <laughs> she will go silent. She will block you or call the cops. All of those are correct answers. That's a disgusting thing to say to another human being. On the other hand, I have a gay male friend. He was on Grinder. He matched up with a nice guy, and they were chatting. One of them said that exact thing to the other guy within 20 minutes of their, their being matched up. They've been together ever since. It's... <laughs> It's beautiful. They like 20 minutes of chatting and then one of them's like, hey, how would you feel about coming over to my place right now? Gargling my cock until you drown and come. And the other one said, uh, I'm on my way over. Uh, <laughs> I might need to call my mom on the way. This one, this one feels special, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels really special to me. And they've been together. They're getting married in the summer. Got two puggles. The grossness matched up. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I love it so much. I'm going to go ahead and try the hell hat. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> selfie regrets. Um, I, I don't really take, I take selfies every now and again. I'm a 38 year old man. So that, that there are selfies on my phone is something I should regret. That's not, <laughs> that's not a good thing. I've, I have no pictures of my own penis on my phone. I would be less ashamed of that than I am of the selfies. Like, and I've got one, like I, I travel and go places. I've got selfies in like Havana and Paris and I still go by them and like, I wish I had just taken just the picture of the Eiffel Tower and not, <laughs> not of me. It feels gross. Uh, speaking of travel, I do, I, I do like to travel. I travel for comedy sometimes, uh, but also for funsies to see the world. And in the last couple of years, I've been to... <laughs> That really got you, Colin. <laughs> oh, oh, how you do, how you doing, Chris? It's over there eating pizza. <laughs> Look at Chris, everybody eating pizza. That's so Chris. Uh. <laughs> but I do I do like to travel. Um, and in the last couple of years, I've been to uh, I have been to Havana. I've been to Paris, and I was in Florida for some fucking reason. Uh, and in all those places, I found a bar that has a sign about Ernest Hemingway, the writer. And all the signs were about Hemingway drank here in Havana. Hemingway drank here. And in Paris, Hemingway drank here. And then in Florida, Hemingway drank here. And it's like, wow, an alcoholic went somewhere and drank while he was there? That's so weird. That's so crazy. I think they need to expound on that 
tell us more about what he did after he went to that bar because he he went to lots of bars. He was an alcoholic. <laughs> He, he went to lots of places, so tell us more about what he did after. Like in Paris, Hemingway drank here, and then he wrote The Old Man in the Sea. That's a good book. Or in Havana, Hemingway drank here, and then he wrote A Farewell to Arms. It's an amazing book. Won the Pulitzer Prize. Don't Google that, just in case. Uh, <laughs> don't look that up, but I think that won the Pulitzer Prize. Then in Florida, he, he went to that bar, and then he blew his brains out because <laughs> he was in Florida. That's the right thing. <laughs> The, 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 there's one airport in Florida that smells like cigarettes, still smells like cigarettes. It's disgusting. The best breakfast you can get is, in, is at an Arby's Express. If you don't want to kill yourself when you are in Florida, then you're doing Florida wrong. The, you are, at one point, they wouldn't, um, in Florida, they would not let them sell flaming Hot Cheetos with the lime flavor in Florida. That was a law that they actually put on the books. <laughs> that was where they drew the line in Florida. Like, no, we no, not the lime flavor. We're letting babies drink four loco, but no, we gotta <laughs> we gotta draw the line somewhere here. You these kids can't have lime flavor on their way to their meth deal. They gotta tone it down. Jesus Christ. Let's see what else is in the hell hat, shall we? The last time you cleaned your house. Well, we're in San Francisco. None of us in this room have a house. Uh, does anyone in here have a house? If you have a house, then go to your house. Why are you here? Uh, why would you be in this room right now if you have a house? I would go be in my house. But I, I have an apartment. The last time I cleaned in there was last weekend because I'm a 38-year-old man who has not had a drink in almost four years. So that means Sundays are for cleaning. Uh, <laughs> And groceries and a trip to the gym to get that smoothie I like if I have time for that. And that's what Sundays are for. So I cleaned it last weekend. You should do that up. Uh, I'm being completely honest. I can or can't keep a plant alive. Um, uh, No, I I don't really try. I live in an apartment. Why do I have a fucking plant? I just go outside and look at green stuff. There you go. That was, that was, yeah, that was great. Uh, never again happened four times. Oh, we're, we're not going, not doing a call back on that one. Let's see. Oh, there's one that's just on yellow paper. Stolen cabbages. Uh, this feels like a secret password into a bar I don't want to go to. <laughs> like, we have $14 old fashions. What's the password to get into this secret library? That is, you have to go down the stairs of this place. It's like, stolen cabbages. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, tech asshole. <laughs> Welcome. Bring, bring in your money. The worst thing about the bus. Okay, everyone strap in. Everyone <laughs> get real comfy. Whatever show's coming up for the next six hours, just cancel it. Um, no, the worst thing about the bus, the worst thing about the bus is that uh, it's filled with sadness. Endless, <laughs> endless sadness. Like, it's not, people who smell like pee should be able to get wherever they're going because maybe they're going somewhere to put on clothes that don't smell like pee. But... <laughs> But they should be able to get there efficiently and comfortably, and that's not how the bus works. The bus works that it just have a bunch of people that smell like pee, and some of them aren't going anywhere. They're just trying to get outside and just stand somewhere instead of standing out in the street. And so then that's what's uncomfortable. And sometimes you piss your pants and you need to go somewhere. I'm just I'm just trying to strike oil here. And nothing's coming out. But uh, <laughs> bottom line, uh, don't smell like pee. Let's see. <laughs> 
That's not a good reason. No, it's not. That is not a good reason. That's not, sometimes, so I, my wife and I have been together for 17 years. We've been married for 10. And we're at the point where our, our arguments have shortened significantly. So instead of just like trying to actually talk out the stuff, uh, I'm always right about everything. So she'll say, that didn't work. And I said, no, it didn't. You should do it that way. She says, why? And I say, because I said so. And then she says, that's not a good reason. But I'm always right. So it's always a good reason. So just do, just do what I say. Right, honey? Yeah. How, how was that pizza, Chris? Good. Why'd you, why'd you get that pizza? That's not a good reason. Actually, that's... That's the best reason, Chris. That's the best reason you should get some pizza. You guys have been a delight. Uh, my name is Drew Harmon. Thank you, guys. Drew Harmon! Yay! Yay, and then yay! We have one last comedian for you. Oh, there she is. She's back there. She and the other ginger are in a conference. They're in a redhead. They're planning their takeover of the world, I think, together. Uh, these crazy redhead kids. Uh, your last comic of the night. She's a really funny lady. She was here on the 9th, and she was manhandled, and I apologize again. I listened to that, and oh, my God, you were amazing. What? She gave consent. At she, There was consent. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's a really great feminist. She's a lovely person and hilarious. Put your hands together for Alyssa Westerlund. <laughs> I'm gonna slide, oh, slide it. Where? Hold on. All oh, right, there. Oh, you guys, I love you. Oh, that felt so good. I never get to do that. True. Where's your wife? Oh, God. Layla? Lila. Lila. See, I like Lila more than I like Drew. <laughs> it's the truth. She's way more supportive. She like, she gets it, right? Like, she really, I gotta eat this pot food, but, um, oh, Lila, Lila, Lila. I, <laughs> oh, hold on, am I low enough? I might get, I might get deeper. Get deep. Oh God, I never get to do this, you guys. And I was fucking this guy the other night. Oh, there we go. Okay, we're right, we're right in there. I was fucking this guy the other night, and he um, he gave me a full body massage, right? Coconut oil, the whole thing, full body. And then he just slipped his dick right inside of me. And he's fucking me. <laughs> and he's telling me how good it is. Oh my God, I'm fucking you so good. Oh my God, I'm giving you this dick so good. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, you know, that was a nice massage. And <laughs> it's a big dick. You're, it's definitely a big dick. 
but I'm bored. <laughs> so I um, kind of just looked over at him, and I and then I tapped him on the shoulder, and I said, "I'm bored." <laughs> And then I uh, I rolled over out from underneath of his dick and and I put my little horror dress back on and I called myself a lift. <laughs> anyway, um, he showed me some of his art on the way out. It's like, no, I have art. I do art. You showed me the art, and I looked at the art, and I was so really bored. <laughs> anyway, you guys, the weird thing is, is that when I fuck myself, that's 100. <laughs> that's 200, really. Maybe think about it. Think about it long and hard enough and up. That's 200. Oh, is there a hat? Because I'm drunk. And what I'm trying to say is that, um, hold on, I'm going to get into this hat. But uh, you guys really suck in bed. I do this shit better by myself. Every time. What do we got? Is that a real thing? Hold on. Um, how will you defeat your enemies? <laughs> how? Well, I've defeated them already. Um, how did I kill my enemies? My enemies are murderers. You guys are pussies. Anyway, uh, my my last fiance was a murderer, murderer, like killed people for money, assassin for money, real legit assassin. Anyway, how, like no, he did. He he. I didn't know. I didn't know. Everybody was like, "Did you know he was a killer?" <laughs> And I was like, well, yeah, sure, he told me. But I just thought he was joking, you know, because he said he was, a, he was a killer for the Mexican mafia, and he's Korean. It doesn't even make any sense. See, I knew, I knew he killed people. Um, but then after we found out for sure that he was a murderer, it was the front page of every newspaper, and they were like, oh my God, you dated a murderer, and all that stuff. <laughs> hey, I vomited. I vomited when I got that newspaper. I vomited, and I laughed. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he killed somebody. <laughs> And it wasn't me. <laughs> 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 but everybody was like,
God, I judge you. I hate you. I hate you were a party to murder. I'm like, well, hold on, everybody. You know, like, he fucked me after he killed people. So I'm an after party to murder! (laughs) No, he no shit killed people after he fucked me or before he fucked me. I'm not sure how that worked, but he definitely killed people. Uh, How will you defeat your enemies? (laughs) You know what I'll do? I'll let God take care of it. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let God, God knows what they did. I don't, I don't know what they did. I have no idea how many people they killed. I have no idea. I know that it was really sexy to be with a guy who would protect me, you know? My daddy wouldn't do it. Hold on. A nightmare I remember. Okay, so two weeks ago, I have night terrors. I've always had night terrors. I, abusive household, Abusive boyfriends, the whole deal. Anyway, um, I have night terrors. And night terrors are different than nightmares because you actually think someone's trying to kill you. And it means that you hurt people. Like I've hit every man I've ever loved. I've hit them. Hit them. I don't love a lot. Anyway, um, <laughs> I hit them. So this last nightmare that I remember, I actually bit through my own front lip. And I woke up and I was pretty sure that something weird had happened because I could taste blood. I could taste blood and I was pretty sure that I had bit myself in the dream I was biting a very bad person I was biting a bad guy I was biting someone who was trying to hurt me when I woke up I just bit through my own lip is what I did I was the bad guy (laughs) that was hard so A nightmare I remember. I remember waking up and thinking, my lip is bleeding. And then I went to the mirror and my lip was bleeding, you guys. Anyway, my lip was bleeding. And um, I had a lunch date that day. And he proposed to me. Faggot. August 12th, 8 p.m., Muni Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco. Hashtag slash slow 812. Vegan zombie. 
I'm not a fucking vegan. I eat meat. <laughs> I don't suck dick, but I eat a lot of meat. <laughs> not sucking dick and not eating meat are way different things. Like, I don't suck dick because, um, why don't I suck dick? Hold on. Oh, it's because I've got this bridge in my mouth. I was born without one of my teeth. And um, bridges are expensive. Anyway, <laughs> when I'm down there and I'm like, I'm like pretending to suck your dicks and you're just shoving my head down. And I'm thinking, oh man, I've been to rock concerts before, you know. I've got this. <laughs> And they just keep shoving my head down, and I'm like, whoa. You know, if they crack this bridge, if do you know what a bridge is, you guys? You know, a fake tooth? If they crack this fucking bridge, that's a, that's a $4,000 blowjob. I don't think any of you can afford that. <laughs> so now I only suck rich guys' dicks. When I get a deposit, $4,000 deposit. P.S. I keep the deposit. Are all cargo pants loose? I don't like these. Hold on, let me get one more and then I'll get the fuck out of here. I don't fucking care. We're mutiny. We, we kill it. Pam killed it. I didn't even eat my, I can't even eat my thing. These people know me. Security guard. Oh, God. What would I secure? I can't even secure a marijuana treat. If I were, if I were a security guard, <laughs> I used to guard marijuana. I used to grow a lot of marijuana. I used to grow a lot of marijuana. Like, a lot. But, like, what would happen was it would be me... I'm five feet tall. I'm a ginger bitch. I had a couple guns. <laughs> like, but like, really? Somebody comes and they try and steal my weed? Mm. I'm probably going back to bed. And what, what was happening here is that the rate of pay versus the, the uh, job that's required. Um, yeah, no, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I love Muni Radio. I love Drew Harmon. I love you guys. Um, thanks for dealing with me being too drunk, you know? I'm fine. Hell hat. That is a fuzzy ass hat. No, 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 Pam. Fuck you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, no. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. What does this say? Your favorite drug. Mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms. Mushrooms. Take the mushrooms. The chocolates. You need mushrooms. You don't have them in your life. I can tell. I see it in your eyes. I see it in your eyes. You pussy. You mother faggot. 
Stupid fucking No You are a little fucking faggot You have no idea No it's too flowery of a t-shirt For a straight man You faggot Anyway Take the Oh Oh as if faggot is such a bad word Take the goddamn mic Pam This faggot This faggot Yay, here we this is the rest of yours. Hey, it's beach, yay! She's trying to, it's, it, it happens. None of the alcohol was consumed here at Mutiny Radio. Yay! <laughs> Absolutely true. I got it. I like the disclaimer out there. It's, it's all good. I love you, Alyssa. She's wonderful in any state she's in. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for being here. Yay! Um, Thank you to all the comics, thanks to the audience people, to Mike for running the door, and to David who's on the board, uh, and uh, again, everybody for being here. We're here every Friday from 8 to 10, and uh, yay, Muni Radio! Thank you, bye! celebrates a victory by, by, by what he does when his back is against the wall. So no matter how great the setback, how severe the failure, you never give up. You never give up. You pick yourself up, you brush yourself off, you push forward, you move on. or you aren't. You're either willing to do everything it takes, whatever that might be, or you aren't. You either are willing to, to go through hell and high water and fire and fucking brimstone to get to your goals, or you aren't. And that's why you'll never be what you want to be. That's why you'll never have what you want to have. That's why you'll never accomplish what you all over want to play. Success, guys, a very, very lonely road, man. Along that road, you're not going to see too many friends. You see your shadow most often. You got trust in the heart of hearts. Inside what you're doing, what you believe in, it's a worthy cause to win a fight. I wish I could tell you you're tired, go take a break. I wish I could tell you tired, rest for a year. I wish I could tell you that, that it's gonna get easier. I wish I could tell you it's gonna get easier. I wish I could tell you that if you just keep going, it's gonna get lighter. The, the weight, the weight is gonna get lighter. I wish I could tell you that. Get to the point where enough is enough. When you get to the point where it hurt real bad, when you get to the point when it's over, when they're tired, when they're frustrated, when they're ready to give up, when they spent their last dime, that's when they get started. 
But what you cannot do is you cannot quit doing the process. You cannot give up because it ain't what you see. You cannot give up. Work on yourself. Work on your focus. You cannot stop. You gotta work. The problem with you is you see difficult as something negative. I want you to see difficult differently. Are you hearing me? I need you to push through that stuff. Push through it. You can't get through it. The more you go through, the more difficult it is, the more challenging it is. Listen to me, the harder it is. Are you hearing me? The more challenging it is, all you're doing, baby, is building muscles. In life, you're either going to a storm, in a storm, or you coming out. It's a part of life. There's no way around it. So just be careful not to allow the trials and the tribulations to consume you. I don't care if you're a billionaire. I don't care if you're a CEO of one of the most important companies. I don't care if you're an entertainer. Like, I don't care who you are. You can go to the moon. We all have problems. What I'm trying to tell you is this, though. Problems are a part of life. But guess what? They're not life. It's not going to be easy. There are moments when you're going to doubt yourself. There are rough times are going to come, but they have not come to stay. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, you've got to make it your personal business to make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to make it in life, you've got to make know your vitamin. You've got to know every no brings you a step closer to a yes. Anybody can stop because someone said no. But there's something in you, in your heart of heart, that's saying, I'm not a quitter. There's something in you that says, I've got the will to do it. There's something in you that says, I'm going to find a way. People who could help you out and won't help you out because they know too much about you and they don't believe, they can't see this new you. Don't allow those negative naysayers, the people who are suffering from possibility blindness to stop you. Detoxify your life. Let all the negative people in your life go. Can I change them? No. It's a full-time job changing yourself. You are not like everybody else. You can walk outside and find pigeons, but if you're looking for eagles, it's going to take you a minute. You are different. And as you think about your goals and dreams, your personal goals, your financial goals, and whatever that number is, I want you to multiply it a hundred times. And I want to warn you, don't ask yourself how you're going to do it. How is none of your business? I just want you to listen to me. You have something special. You have greatness within you. You have the ability to do more than anything you can ever begin to imagine. You have million dollar ideas, billion dollar ideas in you. There are people waiting to hear your voice. You have a vision of yourself doing more, achieving more, taking care of your family, making your mark, leaving a legacy. You were born to be successful.
Is it easy? Of course it's not easy. It's challenging. It requires patience. It requires persistence. It requires a willingness to do whatever is required to create a new life for yourself. Don't be afraid to close your eyes and dream, but then open your eyes and see. For a lot of people, the distance between their dreams and their reality is intimidating, and they get stuck. They get paralyzed, just like I was in that marathon. And the only way forward is to be real about what it's going to take for you to achieve those dreams. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to tell yourself the truth. You have to tell yourself the truth of what it's going to take for you to be successful. You cannot achieve success without failure. National University, a veteran-founded, military-friendly, San Diego-based nonprofit. Since our founding in 1971, our flexible four- That's why you are here. There's a voice in you that has said, I can do this. you're going are going to be successful and unfulfilled unhappy and stressed if i can change then you can change there are two reasons of why people are not successful
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. 
do know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis.